You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Buzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Teen Wolf After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Teen Wolf After Show. Hello, After Buzzers. Bing is for doing, and we're here doing another After Buzz TV after show for MTV's Teen Wolf, uh, Season 3, Episode 6, Motel California. I'm your host, Kristen Elizabeth Snyder. Sitting next to me, After Buzz TV host Sarah Stratton. Hi, guys. On the couch, we have Corey Trench, finally oh, back. He's actually been on the couch for yep. a while, but he's just woken up to join <laughs> yep. us again for Episode Took the back 6. Seat. Um, before I introduce anybody else, I just want to say that I loved Holland's performance last night, and I thought this episode was her standout performance, and that she's becoming the MVP of this season. Like, wouldn't it be I really would definitely awesome? Definitely give her MVP of this episode. It would be awesome <laughs> if she were here definitely. to break down the performance or the episode and her performance. Like, I really Only wish she could be here. Right, make this happen. Oh wait. <laughs> <laughs> she is here from hit shows such as Lost Weeds, CSI, and currently playing the lead role of Lydia Martin on MTV's Teen Wolf. Please welcome Holland Roden. Yes. <laughs> Have a Kristen Wiig moment. <laughs> Our next special guest this e- evening has written and produced shows such as Lost, Six Feet Under, plays the role of the principal on MTV's Teen Wolf, and he wrote and directed tonight's episode of Teen Wolf. Please welcome Christian Taylor. Awesome job. The thing I love about Teen Wolf is it's new. Every single episode could be a standalone, and it gets better and better. And this episode, again, was my favorite. Just fantastic job, both of you. Yeah, I would say we have the two MVPs, you know? Absolutely. (laughs) All the background, all the stuff that really made this episode. You're trending on Twitter, if you didn't know, Christian. Right now? I'm trending? Yeah. (laughs) I I don't even have Twitter. I mean, I I don't know if it's an official thing, but there are so many people hashtagging. Tagging. It's all over the place. That's so great. They're just really, they love the directing. We, uh, yeah. we, I did um, Holland's show yesterday with her before the episode premiered. And then we watched, I watched Twitter as the epi- episode showed <laughs> of the first episode in New York on the East Coast feed. And it was so fascinating because I'd never seen all that stuff that happens. It's amazing. People get really, I love it. It was amazing. People get really opin- Twitter is like the platform for if you have an opinion and no one can say anything about it, so I'm just going to write, 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 yeah. write and hide behind your computer. Yeah. <laughs> and then like instant yeah, reactions, fun. like, you know, what's that? It's great. It was great. <laughs> one thing we can take away from this episode is the importance of Yelp reviews. <laughs> I mean, yeah. everyone normally checks Yelp, I feel like, before you schedule a trip anywhere, but there apparently wasn't time. There was, yeah, no. Right? Unfortunately right? on this one, I think the internet was out because of the storm, so the coach couldn't, they couldn't get cell phones. Yeah, so yeah, the Glenn Capri, I'm not, I'm not, uh, it's going to get zero out of five for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is actually, just in the Glenn Capri's defense, it's actually a really nice motel in uh, Glendale, so you could oh. go and have a little, you know, sightseeing tour. And it is, um, we looked at like, f- 
I would say about 35 motels in Los Angeles and wow. Long Beach and everything. Because it's very rare to find a motel has, that has that sort of iconic face that mm. could land, mm-hmm. you know, the episode and give it the, the sort of, you know, image that we needed. So right. we found the, it. The feeling I got from looking at that hotel, like I knew I was <laughs> going to be on the edge of my seat the entire episode. And it was like a psychological thriller. I really liked how we got in the minds of these traumatized werewolves and what they're going through mentally as the season progresses. I really did enjoy this episode. And I mean, just for setting up the tone, I thought it was interesting that, again, this week we started kind of in a different place or a different time. So, like, last week we had we were in the future with right. flashbacks, mm-hmm. and then right. this week we're taking a glimpse all the way at the past, which got a reoccurring, like, right. arc to the end. And I just liked that initial setting of, like, the truck going down the That's desolate sad. road. You don't see his face until, like, that last <laughs> minute. And that for me, I was just like, last week I was like, it's going to be a horror episode. And it just kind of carried through the whole thing. Like, people's fears being, like, claustrophobia, chainsaws, drowning, everything was kind of touched upon. And I Pretty much if you're like scared that. of anything, it was in last night's episode. You were discretion advised for the first time ever. Yes. Wow. Mm-hmm. That was true. I yeah. Was- I feel like that's a badge of honor. I'm very, very proud of that. You brought that. I'm very proud of that. No, I mean Jeff is amazing because he will, he'll really make us in the writers' room. We sort of, he really sort of pushes us to come up with creative ways of telling stories and everything. And last week was very specific because we wanted to sort of allude to Derek's death, and then we had to do it in the flashback way so that it would be a cheat on the audience. And then this one. I sort of I pitched the idea of doing a sort of haunted motel because I just thought that would be fun and because mm-hmm. often we're finding episodes that we can do within a sort of set location that would be easier to shoot so that it would actually make creating this episode because it's quite a complex episode in the sense of what we do and and because we had only two locations we had the motel and then we had the sound stage it was easier to do all that stuff and then really concentrate on performance and you know creating the sort of um, the horror moments that take a little bit of time in terms of camera angles and things like that. So Yeah, my favorite episodes are always ones that let the characters breathe for a second and we get to have this sort of retrospective glance at ourselves and our friends and and at the character beats that's you know I mean obviously being an actor like that's that's those are my favorite episodes and so this was obviously no exception it was one of my favorites because everyone just has their little moment mm. and uh, there was a lot of hidden messages by the way as well I wish I could make oh. a game show that I oh, I researched yeah we, we actually need to know about these okay. hidden messages 1246 is a uh, section of the Bible a book of Luke and it's about being a non-believer and those who are non-believers will be punished. Did you know this? No, I did not wow. know that. Yes. Wait, when is yes. 1246 in? Um, it's the, it's, oh, the, it the thing that he's, yeah. And, and, and he's at believing, did this really happen to me? And so it's, uh, the saying is, you know, uh, the servant will come to your house and basically put a ban on you if you if you're a, if you're a non-believer. And there was also uh, 213. Do you know this? Mm-hmm. Jeffrey Dahmer's apartment. No, I didn't know that. That wow. was the one Styles and Scott were staying in. <laughs> I did not know that. That's oh, crazy. Get ready. It, it gets get, turned okay, good. Okay. to 17. I know this okay. one. Shining is the book, the, the room that it was in, uh, The Shining, the book, oh, okay. not the movie. This was specifically placed. Because <laughs> Jeff, Jeff and I had a little bit of a, a, yeah. an argument over this because he wanted to use the number from the movie. 
And, I, oh, and, and we got to the motel and I was like, there are not 237 rooms <laughs> in this motel. Like, can we just do 17 rooms on the second floor, please? There are not going to be 40 rooms. So that was the one in the book, though. You know, there was, yeah. Yeah. No, no, that's, yeah. so that's why we went to 217. And I guess they had such a big location for The Shining that they chose two, room 237 yes. versus 217. <laughs> exactly. Um, but uh, I actually have been to that hotel when I was two years old wow. in Colorado Springs. It ends in Colorado. Wow. And I was, uh, yeah, and it was... Uh, Right before it shut down, oh, wow. so from what my mother told me. Oh my god! Wow. Um, wow. Kind of Any other hitting meanings? And yeah, we, oh, yes, we need some more. Yes, these are going to be legendary. Nineteen seventy-seven. Yeah. Do you know this? Yes. <laughs> I don't. It's my birth. My, the year of my birth. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's Jeff Davis. Is it really? It's Jeff Davis. Oh, he is. Then he and Star Wars are meant to be together. Yes. And it's the uh, year that Elvis was found uh, not breathing on a bathroom floor. Wow. wow. And and March 5th is and I and I, I read this one. That's March actually. 5th is one of the uh biggest dates in for whatever reason in history that wars have significant uh ties to. Oh my god. And that was wow. the day the what? day that Argent uh Did you do this all day? This I feel amazing. like we have Lydia I love it. Yeah. instead of Holland. <laughs> this, <laughs> this is gonna go viral. <laughs> this is going so viral. This is Lydia. Lydia this is Lydia. Lydia. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You didn't know I, I didn't know. Yeah. Really. Well two thirteen, that's funny. That's like that's an interesting really coincidence. I think yeah, that's all of them. But those are, those are the interesting I bet there's some more. Well, see. And the two oh one, as you guys I mean many many viewers picked up on with the vending machine versus how many suicides there had been. Yeah. Um you know, when boy was the that was machine. a directorial choice. By the yes, way. that was not. And I liked script. with the TV, really? yes. with the TV with Isaac was, going yes. up through the channels. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I love, I love layered meanings. Oh, I'm a huge Lost fan, so there's obviously which he was on the first season of as well. And so, you were, you were both on Lost well, the fourth That's, season. And I forgot that you were on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd been fired. I'd been Didn't fired. Didn't run into by that each point. other on the island. No, I was Come fi- on, I was fired in the first season, and she came in on the fourth. Well, we have a caller on the line, I believe. Caller, what's your name? Where are you from? Can we hear them? We should be should able be able to. They made a noise. Hello, caller. Hello. All right, I guess we'll try again. Invisible man. We will try again when they come They're back. They're trying to haunt us. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's go ahead and talk about the Glen Capri and the suicide motel. So uh, whenever... Lydia sends that text message to Styles saying I need we need to talk and then we transition to the Danny and Ethan scene. Mm-hmm. I was hoping that this was her like hallucinating and deciding to give in to her deep unspoken feelings for Styles. Manifesting <laughs> <And> I, <laughs> myself as Danny and Ethan. Oh yes. yes, yes. <laughs> like I thought that was going to be That's Styles and Lydia in bed. See that we tricked you. Yeah, there you, you did trick me. We're not going to give you what you want. I didn't think that was going to happen. No. I was hoping I just, that's what I guess I want internally. Well, it was all about the horror this episode. And we were like, romance, no. I love no. that. Yeah, I love focus that. on the horror. I felt like there was a lot of romance. There was lots of there love. Was, well, yes. There was a lot of controversial romance with, you know, Jennifer and, and Derek. And that was very controversial. That's the most m- mixed signal I've ever gotten from Teen Wolf. Like, some people hated it and some people loved it. I know. Yeah, I know. Never, I never, yeah, I didn't see that coming at all, actually. Yeah. I didn't think that people were going to hit. I loved it. I will talk about why I loved it in a little bit, but hello. I want to... Oh, Who's hello. That? Hello, caller. What's your name? Where are you from? Hi, I'm Josh. I'm from Florida. <gasps> Hi, Hi, Josh. Josh from Florida. So what, did you call in to ask Christian and Holland a question? Oh, I just wanted to say, first of all, Christian, 
Yeah. Great, 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 great episode. Like, oh, this is, this is my favorite episode so far, and like, you did a really good job with the direction and just the mood, and like, I have applause for you because oh. it was just awesome. Like, I really appreciate. Oh, that. that's very nice of you. It's his first time. It's my it's first my, time. I mean, it's so not my excited. first time. But it, was, <laughs> it was my first time getting paid. Money to actually yeah, direct something. Yeah, that's your first <laughs> so, yeah. time. Totally. No, I'm actually, weirdly enough, you probably don't know this, uh, not the, the caller doesn't know this, Josh, but <laughs> I was looking at our, our um, hosts. I was nominated for an Oscar <gasps> for a short film I made out of film school, and then it took me wow. 20 years. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, out of film school. And I then it took me 20 years to actually get paid to Are direct. <laughs> that's, that's called paying your dues. You've <laughs> gone under the radar. Yeah, I did not know that. Yeah, I just I ended up writing. I want to see it. Yeah, I'll show it to you. But Josh, thank you so much. That's so kind of you. And, and it was a really fun... The, the thing that's so great about this show is that the crew is incredible and the actors are incredible. So it was, it was actually a really great experience. So. And Holland, 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 Holland. I yes, mean, Josh. I will... I watch the show because everybody's awesome, but like you just steal the show with your acting and your scenes Woo! and just. I'm yeah. not, no, hold on. I'm not. I'm not even trying to like just make you <laughs> over. Will you please, like, uh, contact I'm, my I'm, agent. I'm, 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 I'm so so serious. Like Holland, you are amazingly talented. Like you're you're up yes. there on the list of like actresses. Like there's. You just can't be beat. Like, no, I absolutely Thank agree. You, and she's beautiful <laughs> on screen yeah. as well. I think that you're the like the most gorgeous we have girl on the show. The most amazing makeup artist. I'll tell you, <laughs> I do not have the best skin, and I'm telling you. <laughs> Which you can occasionally every so I play find the pimple game and Josh <laughs> and uh, but but you can you just ever so rarely can you find them because they're always there that's the, that's the that's the secret wow Philly Temple Phyllis Temple is the most amazing we got so lucky that she's a, um, a feature uh, makeup artist with with Fiona Cush and these two women Josh you don't understand the magic they put on our faces every day <laughs> at least mine and so of course um, Holland of course it's good Holland it's good. come on don't 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 be Honey, I'm calling how it is. I would tell you. I would tell you. We all know. I have amazing you're, you're, skin. You're beautiful on the I would tell you. Out, so you gotta have it. that. Uh, same natural. thing for Kristen. Same thing for Kristen. Kristen and everybody else. We all. Awesome. You guys are all great. Josh, thank you so much for calling thank in. You. We appreciate thank it. You. Thanks, Thanks Josh. for watching. Josh. Thanks for calling in, Josh, and call us back next week. I think he's gone. Uh, I, I think just, he is gone. I was going to say, people responded very emotionally to this episode. Like on Twitter, oh, like yeah. you were saying, like when Twitter blew up, a lot of it was like hashtag feels. Mm. Like major <laughs> feels happening. Well, the Styles yeah. and Scott scene, how do yeah. you avoid that? You can't. Oh my God. I mean, just the total pathos. Like everyone has a friend yeah. that's like you would do anything mm -hmm. for. So, of course, everyone just saw themselves in that moment. Like, who is that friend for you? That kind of thing. Yeah. And it was one of the first, I mean, there was Jackson and my uh, breakup, get back mm -hmm. together scene. But outside of that scene, because a lot of people had mixed feelings about that scene this is really the first Teen Wolf scene that there was no controversy behind and it was two mortals having a connection as mortals obviously Scott's not entirely yeah. mortal but <laughs> that's the title of our show but it was that's we haven't really had that aside no. from I mean it was the death of you know Allison's mother but it wasn't the two people having it's, that moment it's funny mm -hmm. a lot of the times because of the pace of the show we don't get to actually enjoy those moments and I think um 
this is a really you know it's it's one of those things when you're directing it you're thinking oh gosh I hope it's gonna I'm gonna this is gonna pull off you know I'm gonna pull this off oh. and then the actors just they really brought it and it's, it's a great it's, scene it's you know it's it's it's, it's Tyler's like there, we're pouring water on him, it's freezing. And then there was and a few like, fans standing on the side, yeah. like waving and like shaking posters <laughs> yeah. at us. Wow. And Christian's like, This is an emotional scene, please be quiet. And like, <laughs> and we're, in, we're in public, like we can't, you know. And, and bless their hearts, they, they did not know what was going on, and, mm-hmm. and, uh, and we're just trying to be supportive, but maybe weren't the it wasn't the best kind of support at the time, yeah. and uh, but it was it was an intense day. And yeah. then the, you know Tyler's holding a flare, and the flare mechanism breaks, and so He's we're like, freezing. you know, I'm like, I, I'm like, okay, frame the flare out and just keep on him, and then, uh, you know, and it's like it's it's it was um, it turned out really great, and I yeah. couldn't tell that there were screaming fans no, changing no. the mood. Perfect, at all. yeah. It was, we actually have a couple really great like mortal on mortal scenes since season three that we've never had before in yeah. Timberwolf. That was the first major one for sh- yeah. for sure. I um, actually called that topic the brotherhood of Scott and Styles. You know what? And I really felt like Scott and Styles, their relationship was dwindling this season. So I was happy to get this scene, and I felt like the fans needed it as much as Scott mm-hmm. needed it to know that that relationship was still there. Because yeah. As much as Styles needed it. Because Styles yeah. has been there backing him up, and I think we've seen, like, a little bit of distance growing there. Where Isaac mm-hmm. coming in there exactly. just a little bit, and mm-hmm. he's like, "No, buddy, you're still mm-hmm. my number one. Stay mm-hmm. <laughs> Get under that. the bed." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, you know that scene where Scott just—I feel like a lot of people, especially teenagers—that was a great scene for them in general because a lot of teenagers feel that point in their life where, like, they're hopeless, and it was just a nice reflection for teenagers everywhere. And I'm sure there were lots of tears. I had a lot of people. Um, N. Williams on Twitter tweeted at us oh saying that she was crying during that scene. So thank you for the for yeah. the tweet. And yeah, I just it was a very deep moment and definitely one of my favorite moments on Teen Wolf. We also, you know, the episode is is the theme is obviously quite a controversial one in terms of suicide, and that scene helps sort of state, hey, it, there's there's always somebody there for you, and there's always hope. And I think the actors really deliver that. So it's it's the 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 it's a really good message I think for young people because I think sometimes we get wrapped up in in everything that's around us and 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 it's an important thing. So even Just though that, this, yeah, taking that line that yeah. no one's alone and everyone no. yeah. mm-hmm. has someone. It's, yeah, I totally agree, and I think that came across when Styles stepped into the gasoline with them. I was like uh, put, tilting my head back. Uh, because I was at the screen with you guys, and I was like, can't cry in front of all these people. <laughs> you are welcome that I saved the favorite character on the show. That would be my doing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, twice. Yeah. I save that guy's ass all the time. It's like a Wonder Woman move, isn't mm-hmm. it? She's like, yeah! Absolutely. You <laughs> unplug great. the chainsaw, or the handsaw, and you also save them in the end. Yeah. Um, so he definitely oh. owes you. He yeah. owes That's me, that kid, yeah. I'm telling you. <laughs> Lydia's becoming very a woman of her own power, and very empowered, and... I mean, it's, it's great. That's been fun. If everyone yeah. listened to Lydia from the first point, yeah, it's, getting yeah. The it's like let's get the, out of this hotel. Then everyone would been safe, guys. <laughs> yeah, we need to talk about that. What Pretty is maybe. your power? What you have all these? It's a psh- <laughs> I understand <laughs> now. <laughs> I think from this episode, we can definitely say it's on the same par as like the supernatural. She's got it's. Confirmed. Just she was the one hearing voices first. Mm-hmm. We know all of this is. You're becoming very important to everyone. I mean, they're not actually recognizing it yet. 
that well, how important you some are. Some people are. I mean, they're definitely saying, you know, I get I get the, the Twitter mentions um, every day. And when I wake up, I'm like, oh, okay, got it. Uh, it's, you know, Jeff told me for a while ago, he's like, it's going to be, you got to hold on for a second, but it's going to come around and... Uh, as an actor, you'll see you'll see what's happening, and so um, so now we're, we're starting to see it. And mm-hmm. I can't say it now; we're almost there. Three hundred nine. Yeah, three hundred nine. You're gonna find out a oh, lot. Three hundred nine. I say that the title of three hundred nine is a great little hint yeah. to what to what to let it yeah. nice. potentially be. Do some research on numbers. More <laughs> researching numbers. Um, but but yeah, I feel like just the the other werewolves, and I mean Styles has always recognized you as an important influence in whatever's going on, and someone to go to. I, I referred to it as the Team Human Pack because it was like everybody else has their own werewolf pack, and like you yeah. and Styles. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're the smart ones. Well, Scott is sort yeah. of forming his own pack. Starting to Let's just say that, yeah, and, and and naturally becoming the alpha he is, which yeah. is what we were talking about uh, last episode, of the after show. We were just saying, you know, once he finally owns this inner alpha wolf mm-hmm. of what he was naturally born with, then he will just naturally become an alpha without killing anyone. That's kind of like what we were we were predicting. And he's getting much closer to like the full acceptance. I feel like yeah, just accept yourself. That's clearly the yeah. message here. Oh yeah, I love all the teenage messages of this show because they still. I mean, as an adult, those messages still influence of you course. as an adult. They never yeah. go away. They those, never go away. It's just like facing them for the first time as a teenager is really traumatic. But as an adult, a lot of them are still there. Yeah. So I really, yeah. I love this show. There's, a, there's an English professor. Um, oh gosh, I forget what state he's in, and he was like, you know, I really n- didn't expect um, to like this show. And I do. And he goes, It's so funny. I had two of my students use ephemeral in a paper the other day. <laughs> and he goes, I asked them after class if they've been watching Teen Wolf, and they said it's their favorite show. He goes, So at least if you know they're watching television, I'm glad they're watching at least slightly educational television. That's hilarious. <laughs> we have another caller on the line. Oh, wow. Caller, what's your name? Where are you from? Uh, this is this is Max Carver calling Yay! from. Yay! <laughs> Yay! Max Carver! Oh my God! Two, well, one of our two new favorite cast members that our we adore. Our lips are so far apart right now. <laughs> Max, you we. Know, I, I gotta. I gotta tell you guys, my phone is gonna die in about thirty seconds. So let's make this quick okay. and nasty. Okay, we have one really important question <laughs> to ask you. A fan asked What's us. That? A fan asked us last week how it is possible that the twins merge their pants. <laughs> <laughs> how we merge our pants? Yes. yes. Well, let me tell you a little secret story called lycra and spandex. Furthermore, <laughs> <laughs> if you're familiar with the Hulk in terms of canon. That guy gets like four times bigger. His pants don't rip. People don't have a problem with that. Yeah. But all you naysayers out there. Yeah, there you go. You don't know nothing. There you go. (laughs) We miss you, Max. Are you having fun in New York? They're doing a big... Having a great time. I wish I could tell you about it, but... um, You can't. We'd have to censor most of it. Yeah. I just miss them. Just kidding. Hi, Charlie. Hi, Did you watch the episode last night? I did. Great job. It was amazing. <laughs> you were in the West Village last amazing. night. You were. In the- <laughs> I wasn't in it. Yeah. Max, what's been your favorite part of joining the Teen Wolf cast this season? Uh, catering. 
We were just talking. I know that's a joke because I was uh, prefaced on that earlier before the show started. <laughs> I heard you have a new catering team coming in very soon. I just added another call from New York. Is that... Yeah. It's Charlie. Hey, Charlie! Charlie! Charlie. <laughs> see, oh my god, they, oh. see they, they call together. It's, it's it makes it, You guys just merged, right? <laughs> Did you merge the calls? <laughs> I, am, I am in my brother somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> right. He's calling from your stomach, Charlie. <laughs> did, did you watch the episode, Charlie? Of course I did. You didn't see my live tweets? No. Christian. Oh. Wait, quick question. So for you. A, a lot of people are asking about the stomach. This is for Christian. Yeah. Is, who is the face supposed to be? Is it supposed to be his brother? It's supposed to be his brother, yes. There you go. There you go. I could have let Charlie answer that. Um, but Charlie, wow. what did you, you think? Could've. Did you like your performance? I thought it was amazing. <gasps> I loved it. Ah, thank you. How about, how about, I, I, go on. I owe, I owe all of uh, all of my credit to the CGI, <laughs> which was also me. I think that's the only time I've ever uh, taken Max's place. Yeah, that was supposed to be Aiden, right? Yeah, it's yeah. supposed to be. Aiden. That was a... my face coming out of my stomach. It's his face coming out of his stomach. So it could wow. be. Yeah. he's that's facing himself. <laughs> that's creepy. Charlie, oh do you normally solve your indigestion with a handsaw? <laughs> <laughs> No, no, I do not. Although that's, uh, I don't think there's any marketing opportunity. I guess, there. I guess no. that's one way. No. Hey, my, 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 my friend, my phone is. Uh, All right. We love you. you. We love you. All right. Thanks, Max and Charlie Bye. for calling. Can't wait to have Bye, you on. Guys. Bye guys. Bye guys. You, you need me. Oh, good. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. on my behalf. Wait, who do we have? Who do I'm, this I'm is Charlie. Me. We have Charlie. We have Max yeah, and me. Charlie staying. Okay. You have Charlie. All right. Bye, Maxwell. With that, with that, I'll leave. Thanks for stopping I'll by, Max. Thanks for calling. This is a little tidbit. I'm actually supposed to be staying with Charlie right now in New York. <gasps> so technically, I should be on the phone call with him. Oh, <laughs> uh, there you go. But flights were a little too expensive, so I didn't go. They <laughs> <laughs> me, Holland. I, and Charlie, I wanted to come. And now I'm all alone. <laughs> I wanted to so bad, but I had, I bought my, um, as I call it, the white trash name of buying my hot tub, and so I bought a hot tub. <laughs> yeah, you don't know about <laughs> she could She couldn't buy a, a flight ticket. ticket, so she bought a hot tub. <laughs> I don't know, Charlie. And then it was being delivered Monday, Charlie, and then I was like, oh, but the hot tub's being delivered, and flights are expensive. Oh, well, there you go. That's just so, horrible. Oh, my yeah. gosh, the hot tub's being delivered. Yeah, so that's why it couldn't come, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> this is a really random thing to bring up right uh, now. Hot tub. <laughs> um, yeah. All right, Charlie. How um, how did you enjoy doing Motel California? Did you have a good time? Oh yeah, I thought I thought you know what I thought was cool about it is that it all took place in one place. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you know we we shipped out to this this motel in Glendale. What was the name of the actual motel? The Glen Capri. It's not the. It is the Glen Capri. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, yeah. Was that marketing for them? I, well, I, I'm like, they were, they, were very, they were very obliging. They were like, they yeah. didn't see, and we told them exactly what the episode was about. And wow. they, they, they're they, a ton of movies. They too. make they make a lot of stuff. Yeah. There. The guy who runs it is like, look, I know movies. It's like it's great. And then motels are really nice motels. So actually, inside, so yeah, um, yeah. Charlie, I loved well, your performance. They're right now, but uh, it was just it was a really cool episode. Christian was great because he was so specific in terms of what he wanted. Um. I don't know, I just thought the shots were cool. Like that shot pulling back of 
of of Isaac going to Freezer in Holland, who was amazing. Yeah, everything she did, whether it was in a fisheye lens or not. (laughs) Do we end up using the fisheye lens? Yeah, use the fisheye lens in the in the in the 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 wall when you see the the faces in the wood paneling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, we. uh, I. Oh my god, I love the freezer. Because it kind of reminds me of a coffin. I think that's yeah, the point, that's the obviously. Point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought it was a coffin. I was yeah. like, wait, hello, no, it's a freezer. Um, yeah. Charlie, you rock. Uh, w- we love you. And um, look after yourself in New York. Thanks so much for calling, Charlie. I'll see you all next week. All right, cool. Yeah, my pleasure. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Thanks for calling in. I wish I were in L.A. You'll Thank see you, you soon. You too. See you soon. Have a great time. Bye. Later, guys. Bye. 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 He, um, they, the, the boys got um, an amazing pilot. They're working with um, Damon Lindelof on the new HBO show. Wow. So, which, uh, who knows, Pete Berg is directing. Mm-hmm. So it's very exciting for them. Wow. Congratulations, so, yeah. so Max and Charlie. Yeah, we love them. And they're, they're really, they're really great guys. And they're great energy on set. And it's a really fun. We've gotten lucky mm-hmm. because, uh, you know, it's funny. You hear horror stories of other casts on other shows. And I, you know, um, my my first show I was a part of was certainly not a horror story. But it was just a very professional set, I would say, mm-hmm. in the sense that you didn't really eat lunch together. There was, It was mostly adults. I, was, I played one of the, the kids on the show. And, um, and so to come on this show... It's just, it's. I think it's once in a lifetime for yeah, sure. We're very lucky. Yeah, and all and all and of you know, the I, other people have been great. It's funny. I would credit it a lot to luck, but also I would credit it really to Jeff Davis because he he creates a scenario where people feel empowered and they feel, you know, in for me, it's like you know him letting me direct this episode. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's a really great environment to work in, and it's very high stress because we're working on a very low budget and very short on time. But I think the the community of the actors and the crew is really great. So we, we that makes it all worth it. I don't know how many sets have, um, and when we say four units, we don't mean four full units. Um, to those of you guys out in the industry that are listening, it's uh, it's like, hold on, okay, now A go, okay, now A is gonna stop, okay, now B go, get a shot in, okay, now C. It's like a okay, wave. Right. It's like, wow. It's like a, a shooting wow. wave. When we were shooting this episode, <laughs> at one point I was walking from three setups. So I would work with an actor on one thing, we'd shoot it, I'd then go and set up another thing, rehearse it, and then and I would walk in a triangle at the motel mm-hmm. and be like, okay, we got that, all right, move on. And Which I literally was really don't think amazing. any other show has done No, that. and it was actually a, fa- a really nice way to work because you're never <laughs> sitting around. You're like... Mm-hmm. And a Constantly PA, a, moving. Yeah, and a PA would come up to me and be like, okay, Christian, here, if you could come over here now. Aww. And I'd be like, all right, all right. And I'd be like, okay, let's rehearse this. All right. <laughs> it's <laughs> hilarious, yeah. Like, it's, 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 it's madness. Yeah, yeah, it is truly madness. Uh, you know, and uh, but we shoot three episodes at a time on top of that. Uh, which is wow. why we have, yeah. yeah. So it's so. Uh, it's musical chair, musical shooting, musical yeah. chairs, yeah, yeah. something like that. Some <laughs> yeah. sort of weird analogy in there. It's uh, working out well, and I think that, that your energy as a cast really carries through with everyone we've talked uh, to. And you guys seem to really care about each other and really care about the show. Like everyone knows so much, and that just it's really important to us as like an audience to see people be as excited as like everyone out there. I think it attributes to partially the success of the show I think that we got lucky because I mean as actors you go in you audition you really it's luck of the draw what you end up on it's you know I mean as working actors you know people that are established it's a different story but um, you know, we we just got lo- so lucky, and I'll never forget my friends going, MTV, they're doing scripted television, what? And the whole thing was just so new, and, and, and people were 
a little scared and and now we're the we're the lone wolf like we, yeah. you know, yeah. we uh you know we I have so many other friends that have gone out for shows that have come and gone on MTV mm-hmm. yeah. so it as actors we just got lucky we just got really lucky mm-hmm. that the writing falls into place and the other actors fell into place and then the look of the show fell into place and then we and cut, funny enough we, I yeah. think the show it keeps getting better and better mm-hmm. absolutely which is great with each really season great. yeah uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, all of the fans have been saying that Teen Wolf is their favorite show on MTV, and I think we all agree here, so thank you guys so much. Oh, what about you. on television? <laughs> I mean, MTV is just a portion. Of the, it's one of their favorite. Well, she was just mentioning MTV. <laughs> okay. Come on. Uh, guys at home, don't forget, you can support AfterBuzz by going to iTunes, YouTube, rating, commenting on our show. You can call our, our fan line at 424-256-1729. You can join our live chat. You can watch us live. Uh, at AfterBuzzTV.com. And I want to read some of our comments from our listeners that they left. Um, Haywood says, My thoughts on Scott getting that little burst of alpha power is because not only is he showing leadership and rising to the occasion, but his pack is showing faith in him and his abilities. I would agree with Hayward. And Wolf's Win says, even the people working behind the scenes of Teen Wolf are handsome and beautiful. Oh, wow. It's so true. Really, Corey? I'll take that compliment. I think think Corey could take that compliment. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll take that. I can attest to that. I'm telling you, they're more in shape than the people on screen. (laughs) Just a little bit of an... A fitness Nazi. Oh, really? I mean, it's a little. It's a little. It's can you tell us about this? Yeah, How so? Okay, here. so there was a comment saying they're like, "Why is Jeff Davis's brain so insane?" All I have to say is that Jeff Davis is insane, and all those writers are on drugs. And I was like, uh, "He no, makes us work out all the time." It's, yeah, I was like, it's, it's like if we come in and we're fat, he's like, "No, go work out." And then I, we can work out. I was like, "No, it's just protein powder. It's that's it. That's all they're on. That's all they're we're on." on a lot of, and, yeah, yeah, we work out a lot. Water and protein powder. I was asking. Tyler Hecklin last night, like, what is he, whatever, and he was like, I'm on a break right now, so I'm doing, I'm eating whatever, but um, it takes him, I guess, three weeks to get back in shape. He says he doesn't do the protein powder, he does, like, deli meat and almonds, and he, he gave, loves his I've almonds. I've seen him eating protein powder. He does. He's oh, had a protein lo- shake. When he comes in no, here, but he's, I'm he's you know he has he, to be very stringent. And so. he does he yeah. a lot. Up. He does like when he buy, when we say deli meat, we we're talking like four packs of it. Like wow, I've seen his fridge in Atlanta, and it's hilarious that he just takes. It's disgusting. He takes a pack <laughs> of meat and just like. You know, I think Taylor Lautner had stories of just carrying around chicken breasts, and he'd be like, "Uh huh, uh-huh, just like start pulling out chicken breasts and start eating it." You know, and that's kind of in a nutshell how Tyler Hecklin was with that. Oh, that hunk of meat was so gross. I just eat wow. dust. I just eat dust and air. That's all. <laughs> I mean, that's why I'm like. He told me he drinks some other protein drink called like Isopure. Or something oh yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of the ki- the, ki- the guys are on Isopure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna have to try it. That's apparently yeah. the secret. We're gonna have to get a. It's so gross. Really? Yeah. He said drink the green apple. I'm like, what? The green apple. <laughs> decent one and a fruit punch but but ooh, I mean I tried it for about a split second I was like no that's not happening yeah. <laughs> what do you suggest for our diets if we want to look like teen wolf actresses and actors what crystal, do you suggest crystal eats um and I, and I go off and on um crystal eats a lot of she's basically vegan um mm. for the most part and uh, elemental element bars, they're I'll yeah. Have to try it. And uh, there's a place in, called Lassens in Los Feliz, and it's a really great gluten free uh, little market that has good food. Uh, it has um, like what's it called? Mock tuna salad. Lassens, I think it's L A S S E N S. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna yeah. have to go. Really good place. Um, 
Yeah, the boys just doing the typical. <laughs> Let's do push-ups. Tyler Posey no. eats like crap. No. <laughs> and it drives so me. Dylan, so it, Dylan. And, so and it drives me insane. Tacos. I mean, admittedly, they're probably wings. 20, wings, yeah. 20 years young. Yeah. And then yeah. Tyler Posey will get he'll get pizza and wings delivered at like four in the morning. He does. And we're like, I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, it's for everyone. <laughs> for you, for as, in shape as everybody is on the show, uh-huh. and I'm speaking mostly to the boys, because Crystal eats very healthy. Mm-hmm. The boys, they, I mean, they eat healthily, but not. They kind of don't. They say, yeah, they don't. They, they, no, they, they do. The, the twins ate really well up until when they uh, were shirtless, like three and, fourths and, and, and then, <laughs> and then <laughs> Daniel ate really well. And then once they shot their crap. shirtless scenes, they're suddenly like, Rah! they're like <laughs> crops up his table. They're like this. It's like hilarious. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. We're a breeding ground for eating disorders. It's not good. No. Well, not, it, I mean, not, honestly, not. it's a good thing to tell the fans like this isn't something we can constantly maintain. Like no. when no. we have these shots, you know, that's when we try to eat super healthy. That's yeah. when we're working out hardcore. Just so you guys know at home. Like to, to tell teens who are going through this I and want to look I like you guys, I completely endorse completely. that. Completely, I mean, and also to the fact that you know it's it's funny. I mean, I know I've done photo shoots where I'm like, I don't think I was that in shape. That's just the angle. <laughs> like, there's a lot of movie magic, I think, as well. Mm-hmm. That you know, and and to, to not not to break up the boys because the boys are in very good shape. Um, <laughs> you know, I think also the camera on a guy it mm-hmm. makes them look more majestic. <laughs> More majestic. I, I fall in love on screen a lot. <laughs> like they look, they look real. Like you, you know, you meet a lot of actors in real life, mm-hmm. and they're a lot smaller than you thought they were. And um, and I, I know this about a lot of people who've played superheroes on television and, mm-hmm. and movies, and and um, they're still in incredible shape. Not to down, but it's 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 that right angle. They've done setups for that one shot right before, and they've you know it's it's yeah it's so There's isolated. It's not, magic. it's not it's not realistic. It's real time. Well, Just, I mean, it's, yeah. I think you know, I think you have to have a sort of balance in your life, and I think if you're, I think I wish I had known when I was younger. I think you need to work out. People need to work out. They need to move their body. And they, you know, a lot of people in, in this country don't get that opportunity or don't get that that sort of uh, endorsement or, or support to do that. And then I think the other thing is you can't eat sugar. Like, you have to cut yeah. down on the mm-hmm. sugar. It's a drug. So it, you, it's, a, it's, it's the worst drug there is. And it it's is. the most addictive. And, and I think that is now completely confirmed. And I think if you cut down on sugar, and that means, you know, sodas, cut them out of your diet, you know, and, and it'll eat. And so I think as teenagers, I think if you empower yourself to do that and know that you're doing stuff that's good for your body... Um, and sugar is related to, you know, it's pasta and it's breads and everything. If you cut those down as well, and then you'll be living a very good life. Yeah, you know? it's just a few simple changes. It's a few simple changes. That, you know, I really didn't know either growing up. So yeah, it's I good. didn't either. I just didn't know. I mean, I've completely, I lost like 20 pounds since I was yeah. younger. It's so weird just by changing my diet a mm-hmm. little bit yeah. and, and walking while I'm talking. Yeah. So, you oh know. My God, we're on a fitness show. We are on a fitness show. <laughs> Back to the episode. Yeah. Sorry, guys. But I feel like that was really good. No, I think that's really important because the, yeah. a lot of people w- look at the show and they're like, oh, their bodies and everything. And I, right. I'm sure if I was a 13-year-old that I was, fat 13-year-old <laughs> kid that I was, watching this show, I would feel completely. But I think you can empower yourself by exercise. And and cleaning up your diet and mm-hmm. taking control of your diet and not yeah. 
eating the crap that you're served in high school or whatever, making uh, your own, you know. So. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But, but Getting... spe- speaking of being majestic on camera, though, we have to talk about Christian being the principal. Oh, wow. Yes, yes. Oh, yeah. we should, because well, a lot of people not, don't, probably don't realize that. Not, Thank you, Corey. We're not going to talk about it for yeah. long, because it's not very interesting. Stuff, but, but an actor didn't show up in Atlanta. You are kidding yeah, and me. And Jeff was like... Um, Christian, you've got a SAG card, right? And he's like, you're going to be the principal in two hours. I was like, all right. I was like, but you have, awesome. you have to promise me he comes back. And so he came back this, he comes back, or he came back this season, but mm-hmm. he doesn't come back anymore, I'm afraid. Oh, so the prin- that should, is not now, true. He, people die on this now. show and they come back. Yeah, well, he's not dead yet, but he should have a spinoff. <laughs> we just yes. got 313, by the way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some interesting little Yeah, we got the new, the new second heart of of the season. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, that's awesome. So you guys know and we're still in the dark. We, in the dark. Completely. I had a by that, by the way. I was like, three, thir- oh my God, that's right, B. Oh my God, because we've, we've never gotten yeah. a 13 before. It was very This is the yeah. first yeah. season of 24 yeah. Yeah. because you guys are so amazing. They gave you guys 24 yeah, yeah, episodes. Yeah, yeah. This, yeah. The fans demanded we're it. so grateful. But getting back to the episode, I want to talk about two more things before we do our interview with you guys. Can you believe it? We're still going to do that after all this. <laughs> You have to talk some more. <laughs> oh, wow, okay. I, we have some some questions for you guys as yes. people instead of your characters, you know? Yeah. So, okay. okay, Gerard is back. Mm-hmm. What This was, you know, a huge surprise to all the fans and us. Uh, we have Milka on YouTube saying that he is the Clint Eastwood of werewolf hunters. <laughs> he, he does kind of remind me of Clint Eastwood, I guess. <laughs> I love how he's this, like, old-school theatrical actor. He kind of put a new spin <laughs> on modern-day villains, because you don't see that on uh, a lot of your modern-day teenage shows right now. He he has a different shtick about him yeah. that most mm-hmm. villains don't have. And he, he I think it's, it's little, interesting. It's operatic. Yeah, it's yes. very operatic. It's yes. great. Yes. It's fun. I like the way he says Deucalion. Deucalion. <laughs> it's perfect. Yeah. And <laughs> is he still puking up mountain ash, or is this a new That's Teen Wolf protein blood. drink? No, what is it's, this? It's, yeah, he's not healing, but the cancer's not killing him, but he's... He's yeah, slightly falling apart, but he's, he's still he's, there. He, he had the bite, but he's rejecting the bite, but he's still alive. So that's what's going on. He's he's oozing black blood. The medical mystery yeah. of the nursing home. <laughs> okay, so I'm not sure if. What do you think, Sarah? Is he involved in this? Because he says that Deucalion is the one who bit his uncle Alexander, which we got in the beginning of the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, he obviously knows so much. Like the, the Argents in general, they. They have so much information, and they're so plotting that I feel like Deucalion himself has a larger plan, and I think they're tied together. I don't mm-hmm. think they're completely separate, but really? I... Th- yeah. <laughs> they can't say really? anything. Why but, did I get a really? I mean, I think that we got a glimpse of that, the dark druid in the fire. Now, Or, or did I just get a glimpse of it? Uh-huh. Oh, that is a good point. We I don't, don't know. know. Perspective. <laughs> and we Was, got it in the mm-hmm. wall, too. Um, I don't know. know. Was it that's that was one of the questions? Is is was I just the one seeing that, or were we all seeing that? Mm-hmm. That I is think it. just you saw it, just because you said it. I don't know. I I, I didn't thought of that perspective, I love, but I but feel like yeah. it's a lot more in sense. the script. She never goes. <laughs> it all happens. I said this to Jeff. I was like, we never really have her talking about it on the bus. No, like, never. I, I just saw like, this crazy ass doctor <laughs> in the fire, and um, and uh, but Jeff's like, it all happened off camera. It all happened that night. You know, mm-hmm. that's what they talk. That's what's fun about the show and how Jeff constructs it is. It's like some of those scenes you just jump them and it doesn't really matter because mm-hmm. you know you the audience realizes how that happened off screen. They're with you, yeah. Yeah. 
Obviously, Chris Argent is now going to seek revenge. He's kind of been chilling out for a while, but now I think knowing that, you know, Deucalion is the one who bit his uncle, who then committed suicide in the hotel. And one more question. Do you think that this is what cursed the hotel initially, this initial suicide, or no? I think that, like, who cursed it? I think that the curse was put more on just the supernaturals in general than regular humans. But I think this all goes back to the Argents. And I I just feel like they've had these lasting ties for years and years that there's a bigger plan that we're not seeing. Mm -hmm. But it was really interesting to me that he came back and was, like, in the room reenacting the werewolf battle, like, seeing the flashbacks. And what brought him back to the scene? What is making him get involved again? I thought it was, like, it's Allison, the fact that he knows she's being pulled in by Scott. But I kind of... I'm interested to see how he interplays with Allison, and if they're both going to attack. Because Al- if they're both going to attack the situation right. from a different angles, he said to Allison on the phone, "Like we can tell each other anything." And I want to know: Does she know that you know Gerard's alive and and he's going to see him and whatever? It just doesn't seem like you know he's sharing this information. Can you guys say at all whether that initial? suicide of Alexander was what put the curse on this hotel for people committing suicides? That was never... It's kind of a good theory, but that was never really discussed. (laughs) So there's no real I had a question, too, about... uh, It's funny how that was the motel we chose, and how does that have to do with the werewolves? You know what I mean? Like, what the suicides at this motel, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then we have the werewolves that chose that motel. Well, okay, so that's... Let's say Team that's secret the, that I don't even know. <laughs> the Dark Druid used the Wolfsbane, mm-hmm. and the Wolfsbane uh, you got the the energy of the hotel, which is clearly an energy which dark. which is a dark energy because 198 people have committed suicide there. And dark energy and just combines yeah, with dark that com- energy. So that well. combined that was with the vehicle to that's to use the those. vehicle okay. to mm-hmm. make the werewolves and the wolfsbane cause them to have those hallucination hallucinations. That was a question a lot of people had. So yeah, I was well, that's that's exactly them. it. That's it. The hallucinations are prompted by the energy and the wolfsbane. Well, I'm going to say that the curse was initially happened because that first one, because it seemed like everything's coming I back to the Argents, like, like like you said. It seems like I everything's like going back mm-hmm. to the Argents. So, and I'm not sure if Gerard. I mean, he has to have something to do with this because otherwise, what's his purpose of being back? as a character on the show. So I feel like, you know, he's got a plan or he wouldn't be there. Um, And then there's one more thing I want to talk about. Derek and Miss Blake's sexual healing. Uh Thank you, Alyssa. Uh She Uh gave me that little sexual healing Uh comment. Um, A woman's touch. Yeah, that's true. So open wounds, just go, you know, a woman's touch is all you need. I think we know that Derek's sort of wounded. (laughs) <laughs> physically here and also in yeah. his character. Right. And a little bit of love in his life is, is healing him. him. Yeah. And it's he's about time for poor Darren. Yeah, right? I mean he's had a rough yeah. time. And I I liked in this scene where, you know, you see him being the nice guy and being like, You need mm-hmm. to stay away from me. Yeah. And we get to see the more vulnerable side of him. So he's you see right. the sweetness that she can fall for. Yeah. And he's happy because he's getting some love and she's like the aggressive one I liked it and one of my favorite parts is you know in Team Wolf fashion it's this very serious you know the main part <laughs> and, and, and he's like you know Derek's gone and it's like there's no, no hope Derek's for fine. him Derek's fine <laughs> Derek, <laughs> yeah. you know that's a that. laugh that like traditionally wouldn't get the laugh exactly and, and yeah. Team Wolf finds ways yeah. you know because it was so tightly directed and so the shots were so great and, and just the intercuts I thought that was 
funny when you don't expect funny, and that's mm-hmm. what I, I I love about this show. That you know, clearly, that's very I have unique to Teen Wolf. No power over it, but they the, the powers <laughs> that be do it. I that's what I love. I also love that kiss that they do. I was like, you know, kiss and then stop and then kiss again. So it's sort of a half kiss at the beginning. And then, and Haley's such a, she's such a great actress mm. and fun. And she, you know, the, you have to be team players. But, you know, I don't know if it would be that hard to kiss <laughs> Ty, Tyler Hackman. It would be for me, though. Like, yeah, well, you, yeah, it would be for me, too, if I you know, knew. You, you know our story. Yeah. No, yeah, we I don't, don't know your story. Oh, <laughs> we met two years before Team Wolf started, really quick. And uh, and we were set up on a blind date by our best <gasps> friends who dated for two and a half years. <laughs> Yeah, and, and they're like, oh, you got to meet my friend Tyler. So we meet each other, and we're like, oh, yeah, this would never work. And so um, he was very strong in his faith, and he obviously he had abs back then, too. So I called him Christian Abs. And Christian Abs, I just worked with a girl that also was same thing, very strong in her faith, also had a lot of abs. So I was like, Christian Abs, meet Christian Abs. And I, I uh, introduced, actually introduced his girlfriend. I dated for several years, and and uh, and then and then we worked together on Team Wolf. So it was very much after the fact. He was the only guy I knew coming into it. Wow. And so, yeah. And so uh, you know, our best friends don't date anymore. But um, but you know, Tyler and I are still really. It was, I always feel like there's like a a brotherly thing towards Definitely. him. So I during the scene, I actually had a little heart. It was like watching my brother <laughs> kiss somebody, and I was like. <laughs> Oh, and I was like, I was like, try. I was like, oh god, Tyler's gonna kill me. But yeah, I love him though. I love him, and I, and I get, I get the appeal though. Yes, he's a very attractive man. So, so if you guys ever do kiss in the future of this thing, honestly, I'm gonna laugh and, my head. and I've never actually told them this. I was like, wow. oh my gosh, I think I would kiss Crystal before I kiss Tyler. <laughs> but um, know um, that, <laughs> Jeff. Yeah, I was like, but, I mean, if I have to do it, I have to do Either it. Either way, that breaks me. Something come up to my head is like we we got a lot of publicity today for the first mm-hmm. gay kiss on mm-hmm. Teen Wolf, and then I was like, wait a second, we had two lesbian teenager yeah, yeah. girls right. mm-hmm. kiss three o three fireflies yeah. three week mm-hmm. three yeah. episodes ago, yeah. and I'm like, a lesbian's not gay. Like, what's right. going on? Yeah, right. It's it's very it was very interesting to me because I think. Lesb- it's it, it, the stigma's not right. It's, 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 yeah. it's, then it's like two boys kiss, and then it's like a huge stigma. And uh, watching some of the live tweeting during mm. the gay scene was really disturbing and really, really? yeah, it was really upsetting. It was I really can't upsetting. Even believe that. Yeah, it was like I was like, really? They're like, we're not watching Teen Wolf anymore, you know? Which was which was really. Sh- I mean, I don't think it's I don't think it's the majority of the fans, mm-hmm. but it was like a lot of a lot of people that I was like, wow, that's really interesting. It's hard because we you know we. Do live in Los Angeles. I personally live yeah. in West Hollywood, mm-hmm. and I'm but I'm, I'm from Texas, um, which I think we can all say that it's a it's a red state. I mean, it's right. overall it's a certain tone to it, and it is it is funny to me because I've been in Los Angeles for seven years, and coming from somebody who came from a very conservative state, I think people are just ignorant, and I don't want to say are. that in a, a bad way, and not be, and not in, in a and not in a um. It's almost in a selfless way because it's it's just what you're not around you don't know. Yeah, yeah. And and once once I mean I live like I said I live all of it. It's it's such a just afterthought, and that's mm-hmm. what I love how Team Wolf has handled anyone who is is, is gay. It's it's a non-issue on our show. It's not, yeah. the, being gay isn't the issue because in real life it's not guys like yeah. flash. and you know it's it's just it is hard for us to remember sometimes. That we're still a nation going through something, yeah, and yeah. you know, 
it's it's hard for us to see because we're so far on the other side. And uh, like I said, I lived in Texas seven years ago, and there is still a difference. And it's it's sad to say that there is. Well, it's but- interesting because Jeff Jeff really talked talked about this in the writers' room. He talks about it a lot, but he he wanted to create a show where. It's sort of an idealized version of the world in the sense that racism and sexism Mm -hmm. and homophobia don't really exist. And we don't deal with those issues in the show because in the context of the show, he wanted to elevate it to a place where those things are not issues anymore. And that, I think, is a really wonderful thing. It's actually a great place to write We're on our way, though. Thank you to the Supreme Court ruling. So in Exodus Mm -hmm. International closing. So I'm excited about those two two things. Yeah, absolutely. No, but you know what? Teen Wolf really helps teenagers deal with all their issues. And this is, you know, being gay and coming out of a closet, this is a great TV show to kind of help people understand it more Mm -hmm. and actually see it. Because I think in those places, I'm from Pennsylvania, it's a very conservative state, you you just don't see it and people don't feel like they are allowed Mm-hmm. to, you know, demonstrate how they feel in those areas. I wish I could give that to him in, like, a little ball. I'm like, oh, my gosh, God. Like, it's it's so weird for me to think yeah. back, but it's true. Like, you, as you, you know, you but know. you are. You are through the show by portraying it. Exactly. Like, setting. Like, yeah, that's I mean, they, how you well, I love, well, I love yeah, yeah, and I think it's, I think what's great for teenagers, because, I mean, a lo- majority of the teenagers who watch the show are not going to be gay, mm-hmm. but they will encounter gay people, exactly. they will work with gay people, they will fall in love with gay people, or they will have brothers and sisters who are gay people, and I think um, I think it's a, I have great faith in the youth of America and the youth of the world 100%. in the sense that they are so mm-hmm. much more progressive and they're so much more in touch with things than than my generation was, so it's, it's, it's an exciting really exciting time I agree. And we only have a few minutes left in the show. Oh, you guys okay. have been so amazing. Oh I feel God. like I didn't even need to talk. Like, you guys, I've just been enjoying There's the show, like, listening yeah. to talking. you guys Sorry. talk. Okay. Did we talk no, no you were amazing. I just want to ask you a few interview yeah. questions. Sure. I'm always interested in people's childhood and how that influences their career as an adult. So you can you guys just Take talk away, about Christian. what contributed oh to you wanting to be in the industry, something from your childhood? Hmm. Let me quickly think. I, you know, I always... I always sort of knew that I wanted to be in the film industry. I was sort of obsessed with film as a child, and I thought that I wanted to be a production designer, like I create the sets and everything. And my father took me, managed. He called up, and you know, I have one of those fathers who was amazing. He called up some set and got me on the set of um, uh, Company of Wolves, which was this Neil Jordan movie, which was Little Red Riding Hood, and it was shot at Shepperton Studios. I'm sensing a theme here. It was like, yeah, no, it's, no, it's interesting. Isn't that interesting? And it was this huge forest set and everything. And then I went on the set of Legend, which was the Ridley Scott movie, uh, with his, on the Double Seven soundstage in Pinewood. And, I don't even know. You know the, so the Legend is with Tom Cruise, and it's, it's it's a great movie. It's a very flawed movie. But I then realized, you know, I want to be a director. And then I just sort of, I was lucky. I sort of worked all the time sort of doing laking little movies and then I went to film school and I got nominated for an Oscar and then I didn't work for 20 years as <laughs> no. a director and, and, I, an be- and, I, became, and then I became a writer and now Jeff has let me do, be a director again so, anyway, so that's my story I, wow I have such a roundabout way uh, I love hearing stories that I've never heard from my you know co-workers and friends and bosses and because uh, it's, it's very cool but uh, yeah me in a, in a nutshell really quick um I in my secret like fantasy world I wanted to be an actor um I never thought it was really possible 
I so I then I grew up wanting to be an astronaut or a doctor, wow. but I really wanted to be an astronaut. Went to space camp, the whole thing. Wow, and, that's another um, quite difficult dream. <laughs> yeah, uh, yes, it is because I did not succeed at it. Um, because I went to college out here at UCLA and uh, and was a molecular biology major, but I took a lot of the engineering classes you would need for astrophysics. And uh, wow, then she's really Lydia. Yeah, no, Guys. Uh, I wish I was. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I always had a knack for math, and I always had a knack for for biology and, and physiology. But when it came to physics, um, there was a calculus-based physics class that I could not do for the life of me. And um, and yeah, I mean, everyone else was f- passing it with flying colors, and I thought, yeah, if I can't, you know, put integrals in my word problems, I, this is not for me. Mm-hmm. And so I went ahead with pre med, and then in my junior year, um, my sophomore year, I started uh, sort of just toying with acting because I went to an all-girls school my whole life. And in um, my dad actually is the one to thank, technically, in disguise. <laughs> my dad, too. There, there you go. Um, and, uh, yeah, he's, well, no, he did it in a way that was not helpful, saying, oh. I want season tickets to the public school for football. <laughs> You're going to this massive public school. You've never sat in a class with boys. My car was keyed. I ate lunch in the bathroom. It was awful. I, wow. I hated it. Um, but that school taught me to look outside of my own surroundings for my happiness, and I mm-hmm. found a Veda of my girl acting class. This is a very roundabout story, but this is how I started. Um, and I went to this adult acting class as a 16-year-old kid, and that acting coach, Ken Farmer, out of Texas, said, I think you can do this professionally. I said, what are you talking about? I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna go, I'm going into science. And he goes, <laughs> go, to, go to college in California. Just go to college in California wow. and, and see if you can get involved. And I did uh, short films around in Texas. It was a lo- local agency on there. And actually, uh, my first audition was for Peter Berg uh, for Friday Night's the movie. And I was wow. 16. I didn't have headshots or anything. <laughs> Crazy story behind that that whole saga. But uh, but yeah, so I uh, that's how I kind of got a taste of it. And then mm-hmm. when I came out to, for college, I had done a short film with a friend back in Texas, so it's all around, you know, all full circle, that set me up with my first agency. And, and, that, and that was, that was like, well, it's been my only, agent, only, only agency. So... Yeah, that's how I started, and uh, and and then I got lucky. I got an HBO show a couple months into it, and uh, that got canceled before we aired. And this is my second show that thankfully has made it to air. And, and wow. yeah, that's in a nutshell. That's it. So congratulations, yeah. congratulations. you guys have quite the we background. Got- Just one more thing before we get into predictions. Um, what is like a goal? I mean, you guys to a lot of fans at home, like you guys, you are successful right now. You are huge stars to them and all of us. We really appreciate you being here. But what's a what's a goal? It's always nice to hear a goal that uh, successful people have in general. I would say Tony Robbins has the really the best quote. He goes, "The best thing that you can do." are not the big things, but it's the little things that you have to get up at 6 a.m. and do every single day that nobody notices. And it, it doesn't even feel like anything. If it's if it's just driving to the gym to work out for that hour and go home and have your day start at 9 a.m. where you're showered, your bed is made, and you, you've worked out and you can center yourself. I think it's those little things every day that all of a sudden you look up after 10 years and you've created something. That's my, wow. the best advice I have. Gosh, I mean, that's like hard to find. Ooh, that was really good. good. I was into it. I mean, I got motivated. When when I do those things, I find I'm the most successful. I've also have not done those things, and I'll see myself Mm -hmm. backslide. So I think those, yeah, for me, that's my my. I don't, you know, I, I think as a goal for young people, I think, you know, if you obviously have a dream, you just have to go for it. And I think it's it's uh, working hard. It's not getting caught up in in things that distract you from your dream. And I think, um, because I think a lot of people think, 
say, oh, I want to be an actor or I want to be a director or whatever, but they actually don't do the work. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of actors mm-hmm. here who've never trained. They've never done anything. And you, you need to go to class and you need to really read every script that you can or watch a lot of movies, even that, if that's think, just watching movies and studying craft and, and, and believing in yourself that you can do it. Yeah, I think believing. And I would say, you know, I, I could speak from my own experience that I don't know if I'll act forever. I hope I do. But if mm-hmm. I don't, I'll never have to say what if. And right. that is mm-hmm. worth all the chips in the world is mm-hmm. never having to say what if. Because if it doesn't work out, great, you tried. And you will never have to look back because there's a lot of people that do. And mm-hmm. that's the unfortunate right. part. Yeah. Now, Holland, I know that you have a leading role in House of Dust that's coming out in 2014. Mm-hmm. Is there another project we can look out to see you in? I'm just auditioning. Just auditioning yeah. right now? We're still working actors, believe it or not. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Squeeze it in. Squeeze the time in. I think Kristen Stewart's like, I have no idea what my next job is. I'm like, I think you kind of do, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, I think she was quoted saying that. But I can honestly say I don't know my next job, and that's, you know... The fear of being an actor, which is like I said, I don't, you know, we don't, we don't know if we'll, you know, act forever. But this moment in time for Teen Wolf, I'll forever and always be grateful for it. That's, We're grateful for it here. It's great TV. Yeah. What about you, uh, Christian? Is there I, another side project or something? Well, there's you, a couple of things I'm on? writing. A, uh, there's a feature that I've written. There's a feature that I wrote that got produced last year called Mariah Mundy in the Midas Box, which is a children's film. Congratulations, with, uh, Sam Neill. And uh, Michael Sheen um, and uh, Lena Head. Oh my God, Lena Headley! Wow, Thank you, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Cersei. Yeah. So, yeah. So she was fantastic. I had to do. I had to direct the ADR stuff that she did, and I was like, Oh my God, I'm a little starstruck. Um, you know, I was like, um, She's Beautiful. Yeah, awesome. she and she was cool and fun. Um, so that I don't know when that's going to get released, and I don't know, but it was a big movie, so we'll see what happens. And I'm I'm writing stuff on the side, and yeah. So Jeff and I are talking about a couple of things that we would do in a world where we had more time. <laughs> so we will do. I those think they're at some a point. really great duo. Yeah, we'll see more yeah. from them. I think. No, thank you guys so much for thank coming you. today and no. all the inside information. Um, I actually am excited to rewatch the show so I can really listen to everything you guys said. It was just mind blowing information and really great yeah. advice for all the teenagers out there and fans or not fans of the show. So oh, thanks thank so much. Thank you having so us. much. It was awesome. Really fun. <laughs> Let's go ahead and roll into predictions. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. So I just want to say, there was that part where um, Ethan was saying to Danny, uh, would you want to be changed because of it's his like, health I issue? I hope you make it through. Like, what is he talking about? Do you think Danny's going to remain human? Is he limited on his human days? Is he going to be a werewolf? What do you think is going on I there? got the exact same vibe from that one. And <laughs> to me, I was like, he's going to bite him. He's going to bite him right now. Is biting okay? <laughs> um, and then there was that part where Miss Blake said to Derek, she suggests making good use of his false death. Like, that kind of creeped me out. Because she I was mean, like, don't tell your friends. Like, <laughs> yeah. why don't you go and make use of this? <laughs> yeah. Also weird. Um, I, I don't, that's not going to work, though. <laughs> yeah, obviously. But where would he go, anyway? Like, she wants to obviously do the honeymoon, like, tonight. <laughs> they want to hide in the creepy building. I don't know. I guess so. But great, ma- 
big master plan is going to come out eventually, I think. We're going to see some ties between Argents. I want to see what happens between Allison and her father, how that plays out, what they Who's do. the dark druid? I need a name. Give me a name. <laughs> Ask that side of the table. They won't no, answer. Anyway, okay. a few more names I wanted to thank. Happy Puppy, Yummy, Yummy, Buru, Raven, Evil Twinlaw, Derek Johnson, Mr. Awox, 90210 Beauty. Thank you guys all for your comments. And you can find me at Cinematic Escape on Twitter, or you can bing my blog, Cinematic Escape. Sarah, where can we find you? Find me here. She's Boom. on AfterBuzz, True Blood, True and Blood, Teen, Wolf. Teen Wolf. And you guys, what can we get your Twitter handles? or websites where they can find you. I'm at Holland Roden on Twitter and Holland Roden is real on uh, Instagram. I don't have a Twitter account. Where can we find <laughs> you? Um, oh, okay. God. Can where we follow you find your me? IMDb? Oh, I don't know. I'll have to figure <laughs> that out. I have to, after Clone Wars, I, I worked on Clone Wars, I should have had a Twitter account. After I that. saw that. And, uh, Clone Damn Wars. It. So I've got, I'll, I'll get with the times, I promise you. I will take his questions and deliver them to yeah. him. <laughs> okay. Yes, that, Holland will do that for me. <laughs> and Corey, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me at Corey Trench on Twitter and also my band Articles underscore Music. We're playing a show this weekend at Couture 730. Kristen is going to be there performing with us. I'm going to play an instrument. And she's wow. going to be playing an instrument, so be there. And you can find all the details on our Facebook page, uh, Articles Rock and Roll. So check wow. it out. Guys, see you guys at Couture. We'll see you next week. Yep. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Huh? Buzz, Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.